You ready? Yeah. All right. Hello and welcome everyone to Calling All Creators, a channel where we all grow as a community and informal but informational YouTube slash podcast series where I connect with all sorts of creators from photographers to videographers, YouTubers, sound engineers to graphic designers. And Haley here is like four of those five. <laughs> And even business owners and social media influencers, a sit-down conversation talking about business, how the creator creates, equipment, and much, much more. I'm your host, Ryan Pitts, owner and operator of Vision Media LLC. And today I have Haley Holty on the third episode of Calling All Creators. Haley, how are you doing today? Pretty good. Now, Haley created my Vision Media logo, so that's like a huge part of why she's on the podcast today. As everybody can see in the background, and hopefully they've seen my Vision Media logo, your Vision Media logo, whatever yep. you want to call it. <laughs> well, it's um, yours now. <laughs> yeah, it's mine now. Okay. She no longer has rights to it. Yeah. <laughs> um, tell me a little bit of the concept of how, so like, you are, and like I said, you're a photographer, you're a videographer, you're a YouTuber, and graphic designer, and much, much more. Mm -hmm. What was your graphic design concepts and how you came up with the Vision Media logo? Well, when I first start to like make a logo or different things like that, I like to know what kind of things the person is interested in or what kind of feel they want to go for. And I know you said that you wanted to do um, kind of like lighter colors, but also have something that's kind of manly because you're a guy. And yeah. um, you also wanted um, some like calligraphy. Well, not necessarily calligraphy, but like kind of like a cursive. Mainly cursive, yeah. That's what I kind like of like. Like a cursive font and things like that. So what I started off with was trying to find like two good fonts that I want to have. Um, like a general rule of thumb is not to have more than two to three fonts okay. in like a logo and things like that. So if you have more than that, it can get a little crazy and right. it's hard to recognize if it's yep. not the same throughout everything. So I tried to go through a bunch of different fonts first and then I uh, picked a couple different like icons that are often associated with like the word vision with media or um, different things like that. Mm. And you had talked about um, how you kind of want to bring people's vision to life. Yep. So um, kind of like checking the mark, checking the box off for their um, ideas or their project or the thing that they need to get done. So I was just doodling around on my computer and just did like a little check mark. And then I was like, oh, I kind of like that. And then I would just experiment from there. Um, you do a lot of videos and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And I knew you wanted to keep doing a lot of things like that. So I made a little play button. Um, and then I went on Pinterest and searched like tons of different like color schemes and picked out different color pickers and then like just messed with it and had many different options of different colors and things like that. So gotcha. Yeah. yeah. And what's, what's great about it is, so I really like the color green mm -hmm. and we talked about that and you could see with like the sound panels in the back that I had up originally, um, was my favorite color is lime green. Yep. Which when my old Ryan Pitts Productions logo was lime green, it just didn't apply to the audience that I wanted to go for. Mm -hmm. And then with like rebranding and wanting to expand and uh, possibly hire people and you know all the other things that came with uh, creating Vision Media, you knew that I felt that one, well, I, I know that I want to do video and I know I do more video than photography anyways, mm -hmm. that that play button was kind of like a, like a stamp of, you know, right away when I saw it, I was like, yes, that's exactly like what I wanted, but mm -hmm. wasn't sure it was going to fit in there. And it just fit perfectly. Yeah. So that was kind of interesting. And then like everybody that sees the the V as a check mark, they're like, oh, I love that. Now 
And then this logo, I don't have the bring your and then vision to life mm-hmm. in it. But that just like, I feel like um, if I were to pull up quickly my Facebook page, I mm-hmm. think that really makes it stand out on there. Let me see. We'll pull it up real quick just mm-hmm. for anybody that doesn't follow it. Because you should. Because you should. <laughs> you should be following it. Yeah. Yes. And I just feel like stuff like this um, mm-hmm. really, really stands out. I have business cards actually mm-hmm. coming, I think, today. Ooh-hoo-hoo. So that's exactly what the back of the uh, business card looks like. So it says, bring your vision to life. And yeah, that was definitely kind of my vision, which is funny. Mm-hmm. And uh, I always like to be very descriptive when um, I'm with clients and stuff like that and mm-hmm. creating what they see rather than what I see. Yeah. And that's why it's their vision. It's not mine. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously we were putting our heads together, but at the end of the day, it's what I'm giving them as a product. Mm -hmm. And I absolutely love the logo you created and we still have a little green in it. Mm -hmm. And I love the blue and everything like that. So yes, that applies more to the female crowd, which we talked about. (laughs) Um, And that's just due to weddings, senior portraits, you know, mainly talking to, uh, women and that's mm-hmm. just the way it is that's you know not many dads are coming to me saying hey i want my daughter's you know senior wedding video wedding yeah video. or senior photos or something like that mm-hmm. it's mainly you know moms and the the female mm-hmm. um crowd so yes i think it definitely looks amazing now you like do you want to say recently started macy Monet? yeah i still haven't bought the llc but <laughs> oh okay we're getting there we're getting there okay gotcha and do you yep. have yes you have the website too which i i do have a website which is also still under construction <laughs> oh that's still under it's construction all still too. pretty new but like i'm trying to get it gotcha up and running. so now let me now explain macy monet the name the name um so i was told by my parents that my name could have been macy um but they last minute decided to name me Haley and I always thought Macy was a pretty name um and like my name Haley Holty is an H and an H and there's five letters which I thought just was like fitting I guess I don't know um so Macy and Monet both have five letters and they both start with M um and then Monet is actually one of my favorite uh artists he's an impressionist um painter and I really like a lot of his paintings and stuff and just like my tagline, uh, Macy Monet Media. So it's like a mm, yep. delicious type thing. Uh, leaving a tasty impression. That's my gotcha. thing. Leave a tasty impression. Okay. So, so three M's is the mm. Yeah. Gotcha. Now, how did you come up with your Macy Monet My logo. logo. Um, It took a while. I started like way back in September trying to mess around with a logo. Like I've had this Macy Monet idea for like quite a few years now but I haven't like actually acted upon it um just because I wanted to build up my practical skills and things like that okay. um at first I was going to start with like t- a bunch of m's three different m's on top of each other kind of like yep. going off and then doing like a film reel or something like that through the m um and then I decided oh then maybe that's not what I did wanted so then I waited for a couple months didn't touch it um and then just last month or two months ago I just threw an M up there, rounded it out so it's nice and soft and crisp, and then added some circles. Gotcha. <laughs> That's pretty much it. So how long has Macy Monet like really been in the works? So like I know your website's under construction, mm-hmm. but 
um, where you've progressed in the last years. Well, why don't you talk mainly? Let's let's go into your China trips. So we're gonna okay. get a little bit off subject here. Yep. But I think this all leads into Macy Monet, the YouTube mm-hmm. channel, stuff yep. like that. Yep. So, when was your first trip to China? Well, my first trip to China, I was eighteen. I just graduated uh, college. Actually, I finished two years of college at 18. Um, and actually like when I was at college, that's when I kind of started my Macy Monet cause I had a trip to Italy and I wanted to get into photos. And that's when I bought my first like really expensive camera, okay. um, which was like an Olympus something. It was a mirrorless camera. It's really pretty. I still have it. Okay. Um, anyways, so I graduated college at 18, didn't know what to do, signed up for an internship to teach English, um, in China. And then up and left that August. So I went over there and I was there for like a year and a half okay. in China. Now that was just your one trip or two? You've been there? Um. Well, I went for six months okay. uh, on an internship and then I made some friends there and they helped me get set up with a university to learn Chinese. Uh, so I had to go home for like two months and re um, do my visa. So gotcha. I was there till like January and then came back in like February and then started my Chinese Mandarin Chinese program. Gotcha. So, so, and Macy Monet was an idea even kind of before that. Yep. Okay. And, but now it's just when you're starting to settle down a little bit and be able to mm-hmm. really um, progress with that. Yeah. Now, the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. What made that blow up? What and made we're going to pull start? that up quick here. Uh, Haley yeah. currently has 45,373 <laughs> subscribers on our YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, let me see. How many videos do you have on here? Uh, around. Is there twenty seventeen maybe? Okay, so not Something. a lot. Not a ton. So your first video was two years ago, uh, and it's called "Who Am I?" Mm-hmm. Then the day you knocked. <laughs> okay, no, that's fine. No, we, I look at all, all of these and I'm like, oh my goodness, it's so old. <laughs> yeah, no, well, and that's one thing that's cool is you can see obviously yeah. the progression from your first video to your very last one. Mm-hmm. What um, what was the video that really blew up? Uh, the one that really got right started here. is that one. This okay. video got half a million views on Chinese social media. Okay. It's, it's really like a cringy video because the audio is terrible and it's overexposed and whatever. Now, and you were just making all these videos for fun right away. Yeah. With no plan of anything, just... Mm-hmm. Hey, this is what I'm doing. Yep. Um, now, did you change the name? I'm yeah, I've after. changed the names a couple different times. Um, I kind of started, so my first few videos on YouTube, I started kind of to just show my parents and my family where I was, what I was doing and where I was at because I didn't want to sit down and write a newsletter. Okay. Um, and I was like, oh, I think it would be fun to just kind of show people where I'm at. Uh, and then I actually made friends with people at... Um, a music studio over there okay. and they were making music videos and different things like that. And I got to help actually, I made a couple of music videos where I'm singing in them and then I edited them, but I actually took them off YouTube, um, because of copyright issues. Gotcha. So, um, yeah, where was it going with that? Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> so the reason it changed, like this video has a logo of like my face that I drew on a napkin somewhere Yep. and we like changed it into a logo and it's like, Hey Lee. And, um, I was really into Chinese, uh, at that point in time. And I was living in China, but, um, I thought I would be there for quite a long time. 
and then it turns out that I'm not going to be there. So gotcha. kind of wanted to change it around and I wasn't sure what direction I wanted to go, just trying different things out. So now yeah. <laughs> I love how the name is. You've, you said you changed the name a couple different times yep. and it says this video got half a million views on Chinese social media mm -hmm. and now it's at 2 million views. Yeah. Um, just over 2 million views. Mm -hmm. Who, who kind of blew it up? Or what was so special um, about it that it got so much recognition? Or how was it first seen? Do you know any of that kind of backstory? Yeah, so when I made this video, um, I p we posted it with help of my friends from that music studio. Uh, we posted this video in China. So they don't have YouTube and Facebook and Instagram or any of those things over there. It's, it's blocked by the Great Firewall or whatever. So there's special social media in China, uh, like Weibo, um, which is like today's news or headlines or things like that. Okay. So we posted one on and that one got like half a million views in like eight hours. Okay. Like we put it up there and it was like white girl speaks Chinese or moves to China or something like that. <laughs> and <White girl>. okay. <laughs> so like, um, it's pretty impressive for like foreign people to speak Chinese over there and I'm like pasty white girl over there. Like people asking me to take photos and stuff because I have blonde hair. I don't look Asian at all. Gotcha. So it was, it's kind of like a popular thing over there to be able to speak Chinese if you're a foreigner because um, it is a very difficult language. So it kind of just blew up. And then I had like 27,000 subscribers on that channel and on my YouTube channel because I posted it on YouTube like quite soon after. Yep. And then it just exploded from there now so then are so a vast majority of your followers then are chinese then yep so i know in most of your videos you do you integrate chinese somewhere yeah try to is that sometimes. pretty important to you um it's important to me uh because i want to be able to keep reaching my audience yep. it's really hard to change that audience once you have that yeah. many people already um i've actually been losing quite a few subscribers because I haven't done as much Chinese, oh, okay. which is kind of sad. So just like, whatever. I'm yeah. <laughs> back in America. Yeah. So gotcha. it's kind of difficult to keep up with Chinese because I don't have a lot of friends that I can speak it with. Um, but I do try to incorporate some type of Chinese just because I, I love the language and I love the history and maybe someday I'll go back mm -hmm. when I can. Gotcha. So. Yeah. That's going to be my next question. Do you, do you really want to go back? Like, are you like, itching to get back or are you just like yeah someday when i get more time I w i'd like to go back and spend a few more weeks and mm -hmm. we're not there so oh i really like those transitions there <laughs> thank you the <laughs> um now what's your favorite video you've posted on your youtube channel my favorite video uh is actually i took it down <laughs> oh, you took it down yeah um my favorite video i actually it's on a different youtube channel because if i put it on this one um i can't show you or I can't like release it because of copyright issues because oh. it's a cover song gotcha. um, with me and my friend Peter Kuhn and we are singing um, Look What You Made Me Do by Taylor Swift gotcha. and we kind of mashed it up with I'm a Believer um, by Imagine Dragons and I was just really proud of that video because we like recorded the audio in like an hour so we both like sang it played the music edited the audio and then we filmed it in like four hours and hmm. then I edited it in a couple days. Like I sat all day long just editing yep. and that summer. And it was like super fun. And I did like tons of special effects. So I did lots of like me and him in like multiple different places, even though like we weren't actually 
all that. We can't have that many yep. clones of us. Gotcha. You might be able to look it up. Um, possibly. Possibly. If you want to see it. All right. Well, what's your favorite video on your channel? On my right channel now? that's still there. Um, hmm. I like my stinky tofu one. Where's that one at? That one right there. And then 20 things I like about China isn't too bad. Although the audio okay. is kind of weird. Gotcha. And now those were both when you were in China, correct? Yep. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Yep. And those are just, um, a year. Oh, that one got a hundred thousand views too. Yep. Uh, was that one posted on Chinese social media? I think I did post that one on social media as well in China. All right. So can you explain a little bit more? Cause I didn't even know that exactly Yeah. about the social media over there and the mm -hmm. great firewall. Yeah. What exactly is that? Tell the listeners How does it a little work? bit. Um, well, China is very controlling uh, with their internet and different things like that. So they don't want uh, people to have access to like outside things. They want to be able to control the, I don't know how to explain it really without making it sound bad. Um, yeah. I kind of do think it's bad, but it's not, I don't know. It's up to their, their so they government. they don't get a lot of information from the outside world. No. They don't know what's going on yep. really over here. Mm -hmm. The mm -hmm. government controls all sorts of media, any text message, any kind of email that you send over, like the government is filtering through every single one of those. So even if I was to like interact with family back home while I was over there, like the government probably read all of my emails or messages or whatever. Gotcha. Um, the only way that they kind of get around that is using VPNs, okay. um, which is a virtual private network. Yep. So um, different um, people provide those things and then you can get around the firewall because you can pretend that you're not in China, right. even though you actually are. Yep. Um, and that way you can access like YouTube and Instagram and different things like that. Now, and I'm assuming a lot of people are doing that. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> any really Chinese YouTuber, mm -hmm. um, gamer, anybody on Facebook, yeah. Instagram, cause they don't have any of that you're saying? Yeah. There's no, uh, access to it without a VPN. Gotcha. So really the social medias they have, they're controlling yep. everything that's put. A lot on. of it is all just clones that they make. So like mm -hmm. they have WeChat, which is kind of similar to, uh, like text messaging or WhatsApp, yep. um, different things like that. So. They all have like different copies of each other. Like Weibo is kind of like Facebook, but kind of like Twitter. I don't know. They're just like weird combinations of everything, okay. which is kind of cool. Now, did that bother you a lot when you were there? Um, It was a little difficult because I kind of felt isolated from all my family back home. And plus the time difference over there, I think it was like 12 hours okay. or something like that. So when I'm waking up in the morning, everyone else is going to bed at night. Yep. So it was kind of hard to contact people and talk to them and stuff right. like that so that was a little hard um but i had a vbn so i was able to get around <laughs> it <laughs> now is that illegal um i'm Were not exactly sure are you just saying that because you're like oh, i don't want to get in trouble <laughs> um i think it might be illegal gotcha. um it might not be for foreigners it might mostly be just for like the nationals that live there gotcha um, but there's got to be so many people in china that are doing oh it yeah there's I mean, so many people over there there's like no it's too many people to control. You can't control that many yeah. people. Gotcha. And it's, it's hard like to any enforce. hackers here that can get into yep. what any any other access really around the world, that mm -hmm. access to information um, yeah. around the world. Uh, what was your favorite thing outside of any video, photography, anything that you did in China? Favorite thing outside of videos? What was like one of your favorite things to do over there? I really liked hiking a lot. And then like walking the streets and just like looking at the culture. 
gotcha. seeing the different types of like people and was it more like urban where you kind of like in a smaller community where there's like wood and stuff around uh, exactly i lived in changsha which was okay. six million people oh okay. which is like the whole population of minnesota combined and larger because <laughs> gotcha. i think there's only five million people in minnesota gotcha so it's a really big city and like what would be the so, so like would it be like are you saying like it's all condensed into one city yeah that's okay yeah I didn't it's know if it was pretty like, it's huge out. gotcha um i mean you can still drive pretty far across the whole city and still be in town like i think i was on the bus for like two hours and you're still in the city hmm. um granted it makes a lot of stops so that has right. something to do with no, it but Were yeah you just trying to get lost or what just yeah sometimes far. i do i just like i jump on a bus and i just go as far as i can i'm like oh i've never been in this section of the city before let's go see what's over there gotcha so how nervous and like to me i i love exploring but that one would maybe be big city <laughs> out of my comfort area like um i'm not really scared of things like that uh i'm actually more scared of wandering around by myself in america than i am in china um i would go out at night all by myself in china at like 2 a.m and not be now, scared of people um I don't know. It just it's a pretty safe community. You don't see a lot of uh crime or hear a lot of things about people getting taken or gotcha. kidnapped or anything okay. like that. And I don't and most of the guys there are actually about the same size as me. So like <laughs> so you know if you had to like rustle and yeah. tussle, you feel pretty com comfortable. Yeah. Um how how was it to travel like you must obviously know enough Chinese that it makes it easy to get around. Yeah, um, you can still get around pretty well without knowing Chinese uh, if you have a lot of common sense. Like, oh, I know what these kind of symbols might mean. Kay. Or um, if you come across, like if you see some younger Chinese students, usually they can speak pretty good English. Oh, okay. Um, so if you need help with that, you're just like, does anyone speak English? And someone's going to come up because they want to practice, you know? Gotcha. Um, because getting lost is the easy part, but getting yeah. home might be like, all right, it's getting, getting kind of late. I need to get... As long as you have, like, your address written in Chinese, like, the place that you oh. need to come back to, and then you just say, I need to go here, you should be able to get back gotcha. at some point. That makes sense. So yeah. now, how many groups of people did you run into that could speak English? Oh, I'd run into people every day. Huh. Like... Now, what do you think that is that they kind of block social media so much, yet they're so many people over there learning english mm, i think they they like their culture and they don't want to like change anything because it, it's a big change to have like other cultures and information fed into your country um so like so they kind of just want to keep everything in house. yeah like they want to control everything yeah uh and china is a very mob mentality type thing so if somebody gets set on something and then everybody starts to just accumulate toward it and that way it's really hard to control a mob um, that isn't thinking they all just like go wherever everybody else is going. Yep. So that's kind of difficult. Um, so it makes sense to me why they would want to control certain things of that just because they don't want people to go crazy or whatever or have like they're in Hong Kong. They had a big, um, like protest the other day about wanting second amendment rights and things like that. Mm. Uh, and it's, it's very difficult to control people over there when, they like all get into a mob. <laughs> yeah, because there's just yeah, there's yeah. so many. How many people are in China? I know it's a really an obnoxious like millions, billions, a lot. I have yeah. no idea. It's like yeah, most of the world's population. Yeah. Um, were you just mainly in that one city the whole time? 
I travel around a couple different places. I went to Beijing for a week. Um, I was in Xi'an for a week, and I went to Guangzhou for like a weekend for Christmas, I think. Um, but I was mostly in Changsha. What was your favorite city? Favorite city, mm, probably Xi'an. Okay. Um, or Fenghuang. And why? Uh, Xi'an was just really pretty, and. I was on vacation, so that might have something to do with it. <laughs> so you were like away from everything yep, else. Yeah, away like from working and different things like that. Um, I really enjoyed like the mountains over there. Um, and it was kind of like a cooler climate versus Changsha was kind of more southern central. So it's really humid, kind of feels oh. like the jungle. But if you go more s north, it kind of felt more like home, like gotcha. being able to wear pants and a sweatshirt, you know, or gotcha. different things like that. So what was the one thing you missed the most? One thing I missed the most about home. Yeah. Um. Well, actually, what's what's the one thing you miss the most about China right now since you're back home? Ooh, that's really hard. Um, I miss like the cheap food and the squatty potties. The squatty potties. <laughs> Explain the squatty potties. The squatty potties. Um, they're toilets, but they you don't sit on them. You squat over a hole in okay. in, in the bathroom. So was that? most places like with yeah. public restrooms pretty much all of yep all of them it's very really hard to find had... a regular toilet over huh. there now why is that that's just part of their culture that's what they've always yep. done they just mm -hmm. don't something like that it's toilets. actually healthier to use a squatty potty than to use the sitting one just because there's no contact is that why i think it is because there's no contact but also it's kind of more of a natural form for your body so like that's probably how people did it way back when when they yeah. had to go to the bathroom. Yeah. You just squat down. Yeah, and you're supposed to squat. There you all go. The way down. Yep. Yeah, I just felt like it came out a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. No, that's actually yeah. I've seen things where that like uh, what is it now? You now you got me thinking. I just saw like an infomercial where yeah. like you sit on like American toilets and then they give you, you some things to elevate your legs. Yeah, yeah, it's like pretty much like a child. Um, yeah. Whatever. Like a stool. Yeah, a stool, and they put you're supposed to put your feet on it or whatever, and it elevates your knees because technically that's how you're supposed to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Or that's before toilets were ever invented. That's what you did. Yeah. So what's the one thing when you were over there that you missed the most about America? Mm, probably McDonald's just like burgers and fries. Or <laughs> actually, I liked McDonald's over there better than I do here. Really? Yeah. Like uh, I just felt like everything was fresher and. It kind of reminded me of home versus here. You can get it all the time, so I don't really oh, want it. You know, saw McDonald's. You're like, oh, yeah, okay, we're go. but it was pretty expensive over there, so I wouldn't go there all the time. But you just said a little bit like a minute ago, like something about cheap food. You miss the cheap food. Yeah, I miss all the cheap food. I miss like the shao mai and the baozi and different things like that. So, like, as in cheap food, as in like grocery, like grocery store, uh, or street like food. We'll go with street food. food. Was pretty inexpensive yeah you could but get yet mcdonald's is yeah i could eat uh like a meal for a dollar fifty over there and be like fully satisfied like a drink and like a plate of like food for a dollar fifty and oh, like if you go to mcdonald's it would be like five dollars gotcha for like a tiny hamburger and a drink maybe huh. so interesting now did you have a hard time adjusting to the food when you got over there mm. like do you have any like sickness problems or health I didn't really get any diarrhea or anything over there um I was pretty good at I had a lot of probiotics before I went over and then mm. made sure to like avoid certain foods like if you feel like you're gonna get diarrhea stay away from like all spicy food <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um but Changsha has a lot of spicy food so that was probably the most difficult thing for me 
was uh, was spicy food just all the time yeah um how about when you came back because i just had a buddy talk to me about he was down in honduras or guatemala okay like that. maybe south america somewhere and when he came back he said it was easy adjusting to like their food but he said he had the most issues when he came back yeah to america with like all the grease and the high sugars and mm-hmm. stuff like that did you have any problems with that um actually i thought chinese food was a lot greasier they just use so much oil and stuff like that over there hmm. uh, i actually had to stop using conditioner because it was so much oil that my hair was just super greasy so um, i never had to use conditioner uh because so i was eating yeah, so much oil just kind of adjusted and it was just naturally yeah. kind of greasy all the time yeah huh. which was kind of weird but it makes sense i mean as far as your body's adjusting to yeah everything that you're putting into it mm-hmm. gotcha so now you started with all these kind of videos mm-hmm. in China. Then you came back um, home to America. Now, you said you've lost some followers. Are you trying to kind of revamp your followers again? Um, Sort of. I'm trying to keep making videos, um, but I've been, like, busy up back and forth. So I'm still not sure where the direction of my channel is going to go. Um, but I kind of talked about it in my last video um, that I want something that's encouraging to people and something that's kind of fun, um, enjoyable. I like making funny videos. Like one of my videos, I talk about like how not to study Chinese and it's me yep. pretending to like yep. learn Chinese and I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> um, so trying to make something that's funny, something that's like encouraging to people, um, because I want everybody to be able to live healthy and to listen and understand and keep learning and to eventually just like love life and love people and love cultures that they encounter. Gotcha. And mm-hmm. have you thought about creating a different channel and cre- having one more for your Chinese audience and one for the newer things you're building as far as Macy Monet, personal projects, stuff like that? Yeah, I'm I'm actually thinking about creating um, like a cover channel where I can just make like music and stuff like that because oh. I really love music and I love making music videos. Um, so I actually like reposted some of my music videos that were on this channel onto that one. So you are a sound engineer. So you're yeah. a photographer, videographer, sound <laughs> engineer, graphic designer, YouTuber. Yeah. Okay, you hit all I try of them. to do it all. Um, Jack of all trades. Yes. Jill of all trades because I'm a girl. (laughs) I like to say that just for fun. I don't know. So Um, now um, you don't have to give me any numbers, but you have monetized your YouTube channel. Yep. Did you do that right away? Um, And have you as soon as I could, I tried it. I did get demonetized at one point. Okay. For Um, it. They didn't specifically tell me which video it was. They were just like, you need to re go over your channel. And then in one month you can reapply for monetization. And they were like, the strike that you got was like copyright or something like that. Gotcha. So I just took all the videos that I knew had like other people's music in it because I did make some cover videos. Yep. Um, So I just took all of those off. And then reapplied for monetization and got it back. So gotcha. Now, if you're making a, a cover song, and I want to know a little bit more about this, because mm-hmm. and you were to record um, you singing it, even the guitar, everything, they'd be able to pick that up. Um, usually, or is it mainly if you like take the um, like audio or like guitar and piano from a different song, and then you sing over top of it. That's when it's like, okay, yes, this was actually mm, taken i'm not exactly sure how they all pick it up some of them can okay. be like manual claims so like if i typed in like taylor swift song uh anybody that works for taylor swift they're gonna 
they have like these things that they can pick up like when somebody mm. posts something about taylor swift or yep. so they probably pick up those things uh and then make a, a manual claim to youtube um or if i so like if i created created the audio all by myself even though i'm like redoing it there is some algorithms or different programs that youtube uses to like pick up music so if i sang a song if you can recognize it there should be a computer program that can yeah, probably right. recognize it so gotcha. if there's a little mix in it there might be like harder to pick up right. if i changed it a, quite Change a bit it. Yep. um but yeah i'm there's different ways to do it now with 47 or excuse me 45,000 subscribers if you were to make a youtube video every day mm -hmm. on this channel is that enough to sustain a living Probably not. Probably not. And that's just from like the monetization and what YouTube yeah. and AdSense. Like if you like only that. do AdSense, if you had like other people helping you, um, like sponsorships, sponsorships and like different that. things like that, you could, you could maybe make a living. And it also depends how many views you get. Yep. Um, cause you only get like a dollar every thousand views or different things like that. So, right. and it depends on what ads are showing and what countries are watching. Cause you can make more money by trying to go for a different audience. Or yeah. not so, so it just depends gotcha yeah mm -hmm. and especially on this channel you'd probably make more up how do i want to say it just uh acclimating to the chinese audience yeah since that's probably most of your followers and then if they have shares stuff like that yep it'll grow a little bit more it's got to be hard to grow though unless yeah i mean as far as you know you talk about your vpn like Obviously, it's all people doing like illegal VPNs yep, <laughs> or sharing yep. your stuff. Obviously, mm -hmm. unless you put it on that Chinese network. Yeah, um, or there might be people that are here that are like studying abroad. Or um, I know there's a lot of Chinese people over here still that still acclimate to their own culture, right. and they just like live here on a work visa or different things like that. So gotcha. Now, if you created a video over here, could you put it on Chinese? China social I media? don't know if I could uh or I don't think I can't there? really access a lot of um things over there that I could over here I there might be a way to do that I have tried to access for a while and but it was getting like harder to like post over there and you want to do it at a right time sometimes yep. um the music studio that I was working with over there said that they would keep posting my videos but I didn't really want to work with them um, because I wasn't sure if I trusted them and there was a lot of like crazy emotions that were going on cause I was really homesick and wasn't doing super great. Um, cause it was kind of a depressing point in my life cause I didn't know where I was going to go. Mm -hmm. Um, so I kind of wanted to just pull away from them and I didn't know if they were supporting me because they enjoy me as a person or because, oh, she's a white girl who speaks Mandarin and wants to like make money yeah. off that, you know? Right. So I didn't know if I trusted them or not. And so I kind of just wanted to push away from that. I still love them as people, mm -hmm. um, but I yep. haven't really had that much contact with them. So gotcha. now with Macy Monet, what's kind of your next steps? Um, and what's come, what's some of your goals here? Uh, some of my goals probably to just get like clients at some point. I have a couple clients here and there, but nothing super consistent. Um, I'd like to do more photography and graphic design. Uh, than videos but I do enjoy making videos um, and that's what I primarily work with um, and that's what I'm going to school for is gotcha. digital media production so and now most of this 
I shouldn't say most of it, but a lot of this here is just kind of like personal, you doing your fun things, taking yeah. really nice photos, mm-hmm. personal little projects. Mm-hmm. Um, we never even mentioned at the beginning that you created my Calling All Creators logo. Yes, well. we went I straight did. Into the Vision Media logo. <laughs> totally just skipped over that. So Calling All Creators, obviously when I came up with the idea mm-hmm. for this podcast and YouTube series, mm-hmm. I contacted you since you made my Vision Media logo. Yep. And here we are. You have my Calling All Creators logo, which even though this is episode three. Um, <laughs> Hasn't been posted or used Haley's yet. Haley's been slacking on the logo. <laughs> hey. No, no, I'm just giving her a hard time. Um, so the logo is done, mm-hmm. but we're just creating the website, obviously, and then we're going to post videos. Mm-hmm. How did you come up with the theme for Calling All Creators? And this is going to be kind of fun because people may not... Well, no, they'll see it actually mm-hmm. before they hear this. Yeah. So. Well, you said that you gave me the name of it, which yep. is good. Uh, I knew that it was a podcast uh, and possibly video, probably video. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of just went with um, finding some icons of different things that are usually associated with podcasts or broadcasting or videos and different things like that. Uh, and then you also had mentioned like different podcasts that you liked. And so I looked at some different color schemes that they used and you had mentioned that you liked orange and I knew that contrasting good color for orange is kind of a bluish color. So I kind of did like a Navy blue and then a a lighter orange. Um, and then calling all creators is three words. So I tried to stack them and integrate them. And then after making all those icons, so like broadcasting can have like, um, like those rippling yep. audio waves. Audio waves. Yep. Um, there's also like microphones that you could do. You could do a phone. Um, yep. You could do a speaker or a bullhorn megaphone type thing. Yep. So I tried a couple different things of those. And then I showed you which ones I had. And then yeah, I went with the you liked the one. Ones. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I like the simple ones too. Yeah. So And that's where, you know, even with my Vision Media logo, really it's just the play button and the mm-hmm. check mark for the yep. V. The rest is just, you know, nice typography mm-hmm. that fits well with me and what i do mm-hmm. um yeah i really really like the calling all creators logo and it's gonna look amazing once <laughs> i finally put it in some videos and yeah. get the website rolling now i think it's kind of funny that my like two of my favorite colors are lime green and orange yep so the lime green we had to get <laughs> away from a little bit with vision media yep so we just went with like a more neutral lighter green, softer lighter green. green yeah and then the orange um, is also like one of my favorite colors, but we kind of got that from like Joe Rogan's podcast just yep. because I felt like that logo stuck out like orange and black. And that's mm-hmm. how the Calling All Creators logo was created. Yep. So if you are looking for graphic design, make sure you contact Macy Monet. Yeah. What's your email? Do you have an email yet? Uh, Macy Monet at Gmail is what I have right now. Gotcha. It might change to like Haley at macymonet.com i don't know yeah. we'll see but we can keep that up as, as <laughs> i need goes. some more clients first to get some money in yeah. there and then right and yep. macy monet is m-a-c-e-y-m-o-n-e-t yes for anybody wondering so macy monet at gmail if you're looking for um graphic design now you're also looking to do more photography video yep i do where do you photography want to video and actually here let's pull up here you just did your first wedding yes i'm still editing the video yeah by myself because <laughs> you helped me a few weeks ago with a wedding yep so and here we just have a small little teaser what did you shoot this with uh i did it with my canon 80d okay and i 
think I used my 18 to 35 millimeter Sigma, Sigma art lens. Gotcha. Which is my favorite lens so far. And that's kind of your go-to for everything. Yeah. Is that, yep. Mm -hmm. And now, uh, is that your only lens you use for that day? Yes, I think so. I actually had two other cameras that I was using um, just to kind of record the ceremony and stuff like that. And those were like a Canon T6i and... I don't remember what size lens they were. Gotcha. But they were more of like a wide lens. Gotcha. So. Okay. And now you kind of, this is your first one. Are you looking mm -hmm. to do more weddings? Hey, there's me. Yes, yeah, you. Yeah, that's <laughs> me. Okay, with the Vision Media logo. Yep. Okay. Now, I was your first client, correct? You were my first graphic design client. Absolutely. Am I your second graphic design client yeah. as well? <laughs> that's so exciting. <laughs> Created my first one and my second one. Yes. Um. Well, besides your own logo. That yeah. doesn't count. That doesn't count. Um, and then, yeah, we see these were all kind of just friends or were these? Yep. Um, so this is my best friend, Carmel. I asked her to go do a shoot with me just to practice and get some uh, fun photos just to yep. show what I'm capable of doing. So Right. Gotcha. And these yeah. were probably all with the ADD and the yep. 18 to 35. Yep. Yeah, that's a great, um, great camera and mm -hmm. lens combo for, I shouldn't say beginners because... They're yeah. still pretty. It's, it's pretty expensive yeah. camera. What? How did you manage money over in China? In We're China. Back to China quick. Okay. Um, I taught English, uh, like private tutoring. Yep. Um, so I just did like lots of private tutored classes uh, at like multiple different places, sometimes in people's homes, sometimes in like uh, primary schools or different things like and that. And they paid you for... Yep. All this. They'd pay me for the hour and then gotcha. save up like that. And then living over there is really cheap. If you mm. eat all Chinese food and you stay in a, like you can get a pretty nice, I think I paid like 250 a month for a two bedroom apartment with a bathroom, living room and a kitchen. Did you have a squatty potty in your own? I did. I purposely chose that apartment because really? it had a squatty potty. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, did, okay. I got it. <laughs> should get off it soon, but do they flush? Yes, like, they flush. Oh, okay. I yep. just didn't know if it was like a bucket you carry out later or something. Oh, like no. Uh, some <laughs> of them are like, just like, if you go to certain bathrooms, there's like, it's just like a line dug out, like a little trough type thing mm. that goes through all the stalls and you just mm. go on the stall and you squat over it and then there's just running water. Constantly so it never. just runs through. Huh. But That's interesting. Yeah. All right. So now <laughs> photography or videography, what's your favorite? Um... I really enjoy videos a lot just okay. because I like having fun and the moving picture is exciting, but it's a lot more difficult to create something that I think looks good. Right. With video. Um, yeah. Unless I can like practice and do it over and do it over. So like, I don't know if I want to do more weddings or not. I like weddings. I like people mm -hmm. and helping them with their special day, but I like being able to like redo something you right. know like oh can i redo this shot can i redo that and some yep. shots you just can't redo if it's yeah. a wedding <laughs> exactly so now what are you currently working on as far as projects um i have been doing a couple side projects um with stewart laboratories um i did one for them like testimonial videos um working on a video for fight the new drug um because they asked me to be an influencer for them okay um and then and you're an influencer. Look yeah, at that. Yeah. Woohoo. Goodness. Um, and then I'm just doing like side personal projects for my YouTube channel. And now is that mainly like that. when you're the influencer? Okay. I do see this fight the new drug on uh, influencer on your personal, yep. which is Haley Holty. Yep. Um, 
you have just under 7,000 followers. Now, are a lot of these followers from your YouTube? From my YouTube, yep. Gotcha. So mm -hmm. now, once again, we're kind of hitting that Chinese yeah. audience. Mm -hmm. um, I know a lot of your stories, you put things in English and then also in Chinese. Yeah, I like to do both just to kind of keep it together. Yeah. Gotcha. What are you currently doing to practice? Practice. I use a right. couple different apps okay. on my phone to just like stay updated with it um like chinese skill it's like a little panda yep. um i really like that one a lot that's what kind of what i started with uh and then duolingo isn't too bad gotcha. as well for that and then kind of just like messaging my friends back home in, chi in china back home in china back home back in china, in china. Back in china. <laughs> gotcha yeah now what are you doing to currently keep now are you done with your digital media production courses no i still have one year left okay so yep. What are some of the courses you're going to have coming up? Um, I have social technical yeah. college courses right now. Uh, I have social media, like marketing or something like that. Um, compositing is that video. Is that new? It is in the program. I don't know if it's new. I never had it. So I don't it know if you new. had it or not. It must be new. Yeah, right. It must be new. So okay. social media, um, compositing video, uh, advanced video production, I think, or um, some kind of after effects Yep. And then motion um, graphics, motion graphics. Yep. and then I think my last one is digital photography because I missed that last semester. Gotcha. So now, what are you doing to currently like keep learning on your own in video production, photography, stuff like that? Mm, just do, keep do a trying lot of to research YouTube videos. Yeah, just watching lots of YouTube videos. Um, maybe going on like Skillshare or uh, different places like that that also have um, good videos. Um, also checking on the Adobe site for like different things, uh, following people on Instagram that I think are talented. Sometimes they post like tutorials of things that they've done. Um, I really like Peter McKinnon's videos a lot. So I watch a lot of him. Is he your favorite YouTuber? Yeah. Who's your second favorite YouTuber? Um, Probably Casey Neistat. Who's your third favorite YouTuber? Third favorite YouTuber. Oh, that's hard now. <laughs> um, so it's a clear Peter and Casey. Peter and Casey. Victory. Yep. They were the first two that I kind of watched when I was in China because I had learned all of everything I knew about making video while I was in China. So that's gotcha. kind of where I started making video. Um, so I watched like all of Peter McKinnon's videos, like every single one. Yep. Uh, and then I watched Casey Neistat kind of like as a uh, content creation uh, and vlogging. So I just really liked how he was like very natural and things like that. Um, so now that ADD, did you have over in China? Uh, I didn't have my own, but that's what they had in the music studio and I was allowed oh. to use whatever I wanted. They were oh, like, yeah, just have fun as oh. long as it's back in the studio. Gotcha. So that's what you were mainly making most of your yep. vlogs off of was. That's what I was comfortable with. So that's kind of what I got later. Gotcha. So. Mm -hmm. hmm. Interesting. That's funny. Yeah. So then you must have bought obviously one when you came back here. Yep. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Um, what's like, what is your like next big goal though? I'm next big goal um, to officially uh, start Macy Monet and have it like legalized uh, mm -hmm. as a LLC. And your goal is just to run that by yourself and continue to yeah. work. Have my own. own business and freelance. I don't know. I'm not sure where it's going to go. Are you interested we'll in working for other people? Uh, possibly. If I get a good job, um, I've applied for a couple of different jobs, different places. Like as in just jobs or actual like creative avenues, photography, video production? Um, kind of creative. Like I'm looking into using Upwork.com, okay. which has like, um, graphic design and different things like that. 
so like people that need graphic design done but don't know where to go they post it on upwork and then graphic designers can kind of go to it or videographers or things like that um i'm not sure exactly how to use it i haven't done a first gig yet gotcha um but we'll see if that can get rolling i don't know um and then if i get a good company or an internship or something because i've still i got a lot to learn still so right yeah so um and probably more of this is going to kick off once you get done with school, yep. correct? Because you got another semester that I'll start here in, what, a few weeks? Yep. Gotcha. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? Not that I can think of, Not no. Not that you can think of? <laughs> okay. Do you want to plug your Facebook, Instagram, website, and email? Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram. You can follow my personal account, which is Haley Holty, okay. H-A-L-E-Y, H-O-L-T-Y. Uh, and then my YouTube is also the same, Haley Holty. Haley Holty, okay. Uh, and then Macy Monet Media, you can follow on Instagram um, and Facebook if you'd like to. And Facebook. So. Okay, yeah. now we get to the, the exciting part. I want to hear who you think should be the next person on this podcast. Ooh, next person on this podcast. So I have a couple people that I think would be pretty cool to have well, on plug here. Plug them all. Plug them all. Plug your your. My I shouldn't favorite. say your favorite right now. <laughs> Peter McKinnon. Yeah. <laughs> so plug, yeah, plug someone. If you can get in contact with yes. him and help me get in contact, we will you get know, on I the You know, I could podcast. try. I could try. Um, um, I would probably say Kevin Thayer is probably someone I could get in contact with. Okay, and why? Um, I did the wedding with him uh, a couple weeks ago, and he's just really cool dude, enjoys making videos, and he's just really impressive. Um, so then he does photography and videography for yeah. and since you were kind of like the videographer and he was the photographer. Yeah. So he's mostly does videos, um, but he does do photography and stuff. And, um, he's really good friends with the couple that we did videos with. So actually I'm one of best friends with the couple there. So gotcha. I just volunteered to do their video cause I wanted to practice and get a feel for it. So, um, he'd probably be down to come in and talk. I don't know. Gotcha. Um, and then my other person that I was thinking of would be, uh, Anthony Portillos. Uh, he's from the Philippines, but he lives okay. in Hong Kong. All right. Slash Guangzhou, I think Shenzhen. He's kind of in a couple different places. So probably won't come in the studio. That'll no, be probably like not. Right. Yeah. It would be more of a Skype call, but he's a really cool dude and he wants to encourage people to create. He does, um, workshops for like retouching photos and he does lots of model shoots in China which are really cool. Now, so. how do you kind of like personally know him or have been in contact with him? Um, we exchanged WeChat after he followed me on Instagram uh, because he saw my YouTube channel. Oh, okay. And then he was like, I love your videos and stuff like that. And so we just kind of connected, started talking and he was just like, you should come back to Hong Kong. So maybe when I go back, I'll probably visit him and then like make some videos or something. I don't know. Gotcha. Okay. So sounds good. Thanks yeah. for uh, recommending those guests. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks for joining us today on Calling All Creators. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Ryan Pitts. You could follow me on Facebook at visionmediallc.mn. Uh, on Instagram, visionmediallc. My website, visionmediallc.com. And visionmedia. <laughs> Uh, LLCMN at gmail.com is my email. <laughs> Holy moly, that was a lot to remember. Woo. The one I don't like is the Facebook. I couldn't get Vision mm. Media LLC or just Vision Media or Darn. whatever. So I had to go to the dot MN since, and also the Gmail. Vision, Terrible. Vision Media LLC uh, MN yep. at Gmail. Thanks for joining me, Haley. Mm-hmm. Really appreciate you coming in. Yeah. And thanks for listening. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>